Welcome, ladies and gents, to the Grim and Bloody Podcast. This show is a presentation of horror, thriller, and suspense, and is intended for mature audience. Join us at your own risk. Well, thank you for joining the Grim and Bloody Podcast, as well as the Grim and Bloody Theater. Uh, today, we are excited to have the writer and director of Destructo, along with the cast and crew. Um, this film will be shown at, at the uh, Desperate Film Festival Saturday, December 3rd at Prime Cinemas Theater in Red Bluff, California. Uh, tickets are on sale right now on Eventbrite. And um, if you are planning to attend, uh, now is the time because we are releasing the uh, schedule probably Saturday or Monday of all the films. And we have some exciting news to share all as well. Uh, we just uh, arranged our panel um for the desperate film festival uh we have filmmakers coming up um that will be screening surprise um so alamega kevin nicholson and myself uh will be sitting down with the filmmakers in front of the audience um after their screening to talk about their film so that's going to be exciting um but it will be a full day of horror thriller and suspense uh we can't wait to uh have it going and i uh, hope to see you there uh so without further ado let me go ahead and introduce my co-host Kevin Nicholson, how you doing, Kevin? I'm doing fine, and I want to put it out there to uh, you know to anyone who's going to be going to the festival. Uh, the more like beer you provide us, the more drink you provide us, the more interesting the questions will get. Uh, so uh, you know, I just say you know, bring all the beverages. No, 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 don't bring beer or anything like Margarita. that. Margarita margaritas there you go uh if you really want some interesting questions we can uh we can do that but i am so looking forward to uh to this we've got panels lined up we've got a full day of uh of, of shorts and films and i'm just i'm looking forward to, uh you know to it very much next month red bluff it is al omega how you doing al looks like you got a new camera today Yes, I've actually got a, a bunch of new things uh, working on here, of course. Uh, always, always trying to improve the studio and so forth. And uh, next month will be very exciting because uh, I think our our show is right after I go in for surgery. So I will oh, be no. there. <laughs> I will be there. Do I have I to wheel both Because I will. <laughs> well, you know, I'll let you drive the hearse. You can just roll me right up, you know. <laughs> That's okay. That's why I work out so I can wheel you both, uh, you old guys, up the steps and into the hey, theater. My I'll spouse is going to be there, you know, too, and he's also volunteered to just to, to be a table sitter oh, when wow. you guys have to do a potty break or something like yes, that. Yes, I forgot to mention uh, we will have merchandise tables out. Uh, yes. Death Parade Film Merch. Fest T-shirts, uh, posters. Um, I'll Mega will have a uh, table as well. Uh, there'll be a photo backdrop that you can stand and take pictures. Uh, and there will also be an immersion uh, right outside the door. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, but let's jump right into it. Sure. Uh, we have Destructo. Uh, we have Joshua Torsval, uh, writer, director, executive producer. Uh, Joshua, I will go ahead and give you the honor of introducing uh, your production cast and crew. And then we'll just jump right into questions. Okay, thank you, Anthony. So hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Joshua Torres Valle, and I'm the director, a photographer or cinematographer-ish, and writer of Destructo. So uh, here we have the, the full cast. 
and also my brother who is also the the editor and post producer most of it his uh, Jonathan Torres Valle is at my right here at my left we have uh, Pablo Amador he is or he was a uh, how are your characters' names? What? Claudio <laughs> twin brother. and Alex. Claudio uh, and Claudio. He was the twins. He, he, he played the both of the twins. So, oh, nice. Uh, Dual role. He, the, 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 he was so ambitious that he wanted to be, appear two times <laughs> on the screen. So he, he, he was, uh, yes, of course, Claudio and, and Alex. Uh, also, we have uh, here the, the protagonist it's herself is Citlali Nieto is down at the corner. She was welcome, Yvonne. welcome, welcome. And also we have uh, Catherine. He's uh, right over there. <laughs> welcome. She she, she hey. was the the creature. She was Nemesis. Actually, the character name is is Nemesis. Nemesis. Uh, yeah. Nice. Is that a Resident Evil ne uh, reference? Uh, kind of. Mo most of it, it was uh, the 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 goddess of, of vengeance. Oh. Nemesis, the goddess of vengeance. Uh, so. We have also the the one and only Vico Gutierrez, who is the Welcome. composer of almost most of my films, and also uh, he he was the the news guy. So the voiceover he, artist, the voiceover yeah. <laughs> you know artist, that is uh, that's a talent in and of itself. I know a lot of people who are voice actors and so forth, and that's a, there's a whole different level of skill to that. Anyway. Continue on. Sorry about the interruption. No, no problem. Uh, yes, he, he is the, the the newscaster, and also he he gave us the gave us the permission to to go to his apartment <laughs> and to destroy <laughs> his apartment to, to, to film all the structures. Hey, so that sorry about was, that. We we, <laughs> yeah, that was we are very thankful because he he did not only you wanted to redecorate anyways, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had <laughs> to. The I was going to say, did you have to <laughs> did you have to explain anything to your apartment manager that uh, why this got destroyed or this got damaged or that got you know that got damaged? Did you have no, to we you were, know put? Go ahead. We were clever enough to to disguise everything at the end. So. Hide it. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> also, I drank all of his gin. So <laughs> thanks for that. That's where I crossed the line. A bottle of gin. Sorry. Yeah. You destroy my place. You guys throw the best parties. You know, you trash the entire place and you've broken like 50 bucks worth of stuff. That's it. <laughs> it was a rockstar production, actually. Was expected on the budget, so pretty much. There you go. <laughs> That's well, I'm still waiting for the bottle. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he, he was the, the first one that said, hey, does everyone want to drink something? Do you want a beer? Do you want a... So he, he Bar's open. The was the bring the bottle of gin with you. Bring the bottle of gin with you if you come to our festival. Bring the bottle of gin and we'll all celebrate, you know? Of course. Yeah, sounds fair enough. I'll bring the term. Some mezcal. Yes, and also like a mezcal. Of course, a mezcal. We like to kill you. It's kind of like tequila, yeah, sort of. It's, it's very... Oh, a little bit yeah. stronger. Yeah. And nice. it's, it's really yes, I love that. Nice. A little bit sounds not too excellent. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, thank you for taking the time and hopping thank on you. a call so we can talk about Destructo. Um, and thank you for uh, considering the Death Rate Film Festival. We're very honored 
and uh, excited to uh, screen your work. Uh, and I'll say right off the bat, I knew this was uh, it was a quality it was a quality short. There was a skill behind the camera, uh, both in front and behind. Um, we won't give away any spoilers because we want you to go see this film in Red Bluff. Um, but I, I am curious. Um, talk about uh, how the film came about. Uh, what was your inspiration for getting everybody together and uh, shooting this? Okay, so uh, the structure is a film or a short film, a story. Most of it, it was a story that I came up with three years ago, more or less. Uh, I wanted to to make a, um, a story that it all not only uh, scare the people but also make them a little depressed. Maybe because I was uh, a little down at that time. Uh, it I wanted to 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 share that mood. So maybe because of the pandemic and all of that shit, but uh, can I say bad words, <laughs> by the way? Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. we swear all the time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Excellent. We're thinking about getting a swear jar, a swear jar somewhere virtual okay. where we can just like put money okay, in any the first dollar. <laughs> it's on mine. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, okay. Get little paddles, you're like on Batman. Bang! <laughs> Boom. Oh, we drop, we yeah. drop F-bombs all the time. So go ah, right ahead. Okay. Ah, okay. So I, I wanted to, to make a, a story, as I was saying, that was uh, more complex than most of the things that, uh, for an instant, I already wrote. I, the, I have make, uh, made uh, some of the short films that I already wrote were like um, thrillers, some of all other films were uh, dramas and dra drama and all of that. But in this uh, particular a short film I wanted to to make a mix of uh, yes of course a thriller fantasy a, a little drama and of course uh, all the horror stuff and uh, not only uh, psychological horror that is also we have a, a lot of psychological horror but also I wanted to make a, a I love the the dark series so I wanted to make a, a jump uh, time travel sort of uh, in a weird way so I, I wanted to, to confuse uh, uh, a little the, the, the spectators the, the, the watchers in order that they, they need to, to, to watch it again to, to fully understand or, or to find maybe if they are curious enough to, to watch it uh, over and over again to, to find more things and there's a one um, easter egg that uh, at this day, nobody has find it in the in the in the short film. Nobody that have watched the the, the film uh, have told me, "Oh, I noticed this." No one ever is at least at uh, this moment. No one has uh, found found out that that thing. I I have a question for uh, for Catherine. Yeah. I uh, what was it, what. <laughs> What do you look for when you're researching and you're told to play an apparition? But, you know, you're you're playing kind of a, a spiritual, you know, presence without giving too much uh, away. Yeah. You're playing a ghost. How, how do you... It's like uh, an entity. It's like an do you, entity. I mean, do you do like that character is yeah. filled by... Yeah. Filled by darkness and... Mm, I ran and all that, all that emotions. I keep it 
all inside me. And when I play the role, I let it flow and it just drags me down. <laughs> it seems like you, you do a lot of hand, a lot of like graceful movement um as you're uh, as you're playing these and I, I i've always thought that you know at any attempt that i've tried at acting yeah. over the years that's been hardest for me to do uh is to play graceful uh like is to play <laughs> a little bit is this new? uh on the stage uh and so forth community theater and i've had times where i've oh. had to play some characters where i've had to do a graceful movement and it comes off really clumsy and so i'm just want you know I marvel when I see somebody who plays it on camera uh, and does it so well. And I was just wondering how you, uh, what were your, what your mindset was when you were going into doing it? My mind was in the character. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't me. It was the, the whole character. Mm -hmm. um, when I was playing the role, I just let the character flow in my body as in my mind in my even i can taste uh different i can smell different when when i feel that way and mm. the moves my moves change my my mouth my my how i talk how i speak how i move everything change so as the character was a very dark in a dark place i think i believe i start uh acting like that because of how it was. That's a good point you made about My finding dad. a dark place um, when you're you're uh, asked to uh, perform that role because it kind of just helps you immerse into the character. Um, you and everything that is shown on film. Um, th I think the further that you believe you are, even maybe for a short time, even until they say cut. Um, I, I think it's, it, it convinces the audience that you are uh, what you're, you're uh, portraying. I mean, that's what uh, essence is uh, method acting, right? It's becoming that role for as long as needed, you know, to get the to get the shot. Um, and I thought it was very well done. It was it was very convincing. And uh, a shout out to Thank Joshua you. for uh, for uh, uh, sharing. Uh, we have a clip of your actions on on the Death Parade Film Fest website right now in our uh, intro rotation. So it's, uh, you know, it was a, a combination of lighting, uh, music, um, fear as far from the uh, protagonist, as well as your graceful movements, as Kevin mentioned. It it all comes together to make, a, a, I thought, one of the most, uh, you know, terrifying scenes in the short by far. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Vico, I want to ask you, a, a horror film, let alone a short, um, doesn't work without mood-appropriate music. And I thought that the uh, the soundtrack, uh, the score for this short, was was just impeccable. Um, you know, there is there's a certain dark energy to uh, you know to the music uh, you know, going on that actually had me. I'm a, I'm an audio kind of person when it uh, when it comes to film, so it actually had me on the edge of my seat without really even knowing it. And I just wonder, uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about the t uh, a tough job if there is one of uh, matching music to a scene for a horror you know for a horror short. 
Well, first of all, thank you so much for your words. Right. <laughs> really, uh, it's me up. Uh, I, I actually had to thank Joshua for uh, asking me to get this because you should know that my background before working with Joshua was I'm a songwriter and I mostly do sort of happy going music. So I'm a reggae guy. Catchy songs. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, funny, if, if you songs. listen to my music, uh, yeah, it's catchy, funny. Yeah, is he going? He's music? a strong showman, I have to, to say. He's a <laughs> strong showman. Thank you for that. The fish uh, out of the I, tank, oh, definitely. <laughs> Thank you. It's funny that you mentioned but, happy, you know, happy music because I think happy music. I'm thinking like uh, Partridge Family, David Cassidy, or the Beach Boys. Uh, you know, the, uh, the you know the seventies, staying alive, staying, you know that kind of thing. But uh, or, or something. But you, so you. This was a new thing for you then. Yeah, it was. I mean, I've always been a, a very uh, horror films uh, aficionado. I've always liked to be scared, and to, I, I really enjoy being scared. So I always wanted to work in something like that. And Joshua asking me to to work with him for the last uh, four shortcuts now, I think. Uh, it's been, it's been a kind of journey to to let all those things that I I never wanted to show. I, I'm, I'm I don't know if I don't wanted to show, but it wasn't like what I felt to do until somebody asked me to do it. So uh, for this film in particular, he he told me that he wanted to make the character uh, like this musician, this trap music producer. So I had to go to and, and research for that. And if you if you think of me as a happy-going kid making happy music, like yeah, I, I think I write a lot of music, like maybe like Jason Mraz, Kevin uh, Kevin Johnson, uh, Jack Johnson. Sorry. So uh, for me, working in something like this was weird. I mean, I have the the information to do it, but I've never done it. So I had to do a lot of research and a lot of trying, and yeah, it was just to 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 be able to to let that thing like come out of me. Mm -hmm. And for for this uh, at this time also, I as this was filmed in my apartment, I had the chance to actually saw the scenes before they were even filmed. I mean, I, I saw the rehearsal, I saw the shooting, and I saw the editing of it. So I had a real chance to match everything that was happening in my head. At the time they were rehearsing, they were filming, and then I sort of put it. And I think that the, the hardest thing of writing music for horror or for thriller, you have to make this this tension to build up uh, in synchrony exactly. with, the, with the image. So yeah, I, I was really interested into watching what they were filming so I can try to match it when, when I wrote it. Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was hard to do it, but it was it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. I like how you say that you you were watch you were able to watch the scenes as they were uh, as they were acted out, and you said that you were you were thinking already about the uh, uh, about the scene. And I'm wondering, uh, we talk about storyboarding when a director uh, can storyboard, uh, you know, scenes. Some directors do that, some don't. Um, and I'm just wondering if that's a moment of storyboarding in your head 
like what you're gonna you're already thinking what you're gonna do for music wise for this uh, for this scene and maybe the next one is that kind of what you were what you were doing yeah I, I of course had the, the the script on my hands and I could mm -hmm. uh, be prepared but it's not the same I mean reading it is one thing but I I sort of made ideas but I think the most of the ideas and most of mm -hmm. the the thing I put inside the film was when I watched the scene playing out. Uh, because reading is one thing and I make some idea, but at the end, uh, the, the best moment, because uh, as I repeat, I, I think it's a thing about synchrony. So maybe I could think sure. an idea or two, but yeah. at the end, I had to be on sync with the scene. And the I, way that they I think that's a huge advantage, uh, Vico, that you had over uh, traditional productions where um, the composer will see either like a rough cut of the film, mm -hmm. or maybe they will mm -hmm. see storyboards, or maybe you'll just give, you'll be given a synopsis, like, all right, here's what the movie's about, you know, go for it and send me what you got. Um, be actually on the set while sure. it's being put together. Um, you know, there's a different type of energy. Um, right. You get to, yeah, you said synchrony, you, you are with, you know, the apparition, you are with the protagonist, you are with the the actors, the director, you can, you can feel the tension rising because they're, executing the moment um so you're right in there with them you know although you're 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 playing in a different kind of aspect you're providing um the music um you're you know almost like boots on the ground you are there experiencing uh what they're experiencing so sure. you you can you can draw upon that uh when you go in and, and produce the music and as you said you can kind of already start jotting ideas down of what what kind of cues you want to put in uh, I think it's a it, it I think more composers should be given access to productions yeah. because um, their music can fall more in line with uh, the film and all too often as uh, Kevin and, and Al can um, uh, back me up here is you know we're watching a movie and sometimes the music just feels off right uh, sometimes right. you'll hear the the saying that the uh, composer phoned it in right um, and often the cases all they have is what the the film looks like after the editor got a hold of it, right? Um, what they don't have is the firsthand experience that you had of uh, being right. on the set and seeing everything that went into it and then providing a score based on that. So it's it's sure. a totally different perspective. I think it's it's more raw, it's more visceral. And um, I think it shows, it, it, it was impressive for me as well as Kevin. Right, sure. And, and, you, yeah. and I have to ask, uh, is it Sitlali? Did I did I get that right? what your character is the center is kind of the center of this uh of this whole thing and kind of what was your uh mindset going into playing it's a very complicated character and uh i'm just wondering how you what your approach was in playing it uh you're you're muted <laughs> sorry can you hear us the time? Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I'm here. What what uh, you know? What what thinking did you have about this character's background? How, your approach to it? Okay. Um, first, um, I have to say that um, um, Joshua always has a crazy history. And obviously the structure <laughs> is another one story, but I really love that. So when I uh, when I read um, the history, 
I think like, oh my gosh, um, it was a little bit difficult uh, to to think all the time that I have like two boyfriends, <laughs> but <laughs> two boyfriends and sorry, 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 sorry. Mm. And mm. ¿Qué quieres decir? If you need, uh, yeah. Si tra necesitas traducir algo, nosotros te lo, te lo traducimos. Eh, eh, pues suicidio, um, quiere decir, um, para mí fue complicado porque tenía que pensar en que tenía dos novios. Ya. Yeah. I will try again. Sorry. No, <laughs> sorry. If, yeah, if you want to just speak in Spanish and uh, maybe Joshua can translate. Thank you. That I have to think all the time that I had like two boyfriends and one of my boyfriend um, committed suicide. Suicide. Yeah, suicide. Right. Yeah, suicide uh, because of me. And I have a lot of guilt. ¿Cómo se dice culpa? Guilt. Yes. Yeah, guilt. So all the time when I was um, acting, when I was in the set, all the time my my brain uh, was like, for you fall, for you fall, for you fall, for you fall. When when they are um, filming, I was like, mm, no, uh, that. Uh, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's okay. But um, I know. Oh, ¿Cómo quiere decir que yo sabía que era mi culpa? She always knew. She always knew that was uh, his uh, his fault of the suicide. Got it. Yeah. So um, sometimes I feel like I feel good for for that situation that. Mm, right. The relief. The the that he's uh, suicide. Right. Yeah, he's right. suicide. She, she committed um, suicide. Right. Sí, que, o sea, que a veces me sentía bien porque se había suicidado, este, pero pues tenía mucha culpa. She was no. relieved because, uh, sorry. She was relieved because, uh, for an instance, she was alone, but at the same time, uh, there's some guilt uh, about the the feeling that it was her, her fault after all. And that's yeah. kind of the same, you know, guilt that. Uh, well, first of all, uh, Satalia, I just tell you, it's probably not hard uh, working with a uh, strikingly handsome actor like Pablo. <laughs> uh, to play the uh, to play the twins, uh, and but Pablo, the same question for uh, for you. You um, you're dealing with guilt here, and uh, uh, all this stuff. It's your you know, it involves your your twin brother is the uh, is the is the victim originally, and yourself. Um, kind of, what was your approach to doing uh, to doing this role? Well, um, first of all, uh, it was a challenge to me because I have to play uh, two characters uh, right. in the same film. So right. uh, it, it was very a challenge, I think. And 
actually Joshua came to me one day and, and told me, hey man, do you want to play two characters? And I, what? So it's... Uh... Wait, I did it in my hand. After all, Satali, uh, uh, you just uh, said I, that Joshua was the... <laughs> after this... Joshua was... <laughs> Yeah, so Joshi was the man with the crazy stories. So come on, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, like uh, like um, Claudio, I'm feeling so guilty all the time when I'm filming the scene uh, and the part of Claudio in the film. I'm feeling so guilty. I remember in the set um, that I. I'm walk for all this all all this set, and Joshua uh, came to me and asked me, "Do you feel okay?" And I no, I'm feel so terrible <laughs> because I'm immersing the character of Claudio and and I'm trying to go deep in his things to perform. Um, from the better way. He, when I'm do when I'm play uh, Alex, uh, it it's an a, another part because Alex only have a one scene. So I'm um, I'm asking me to myself, uh, what, how can I um, perform this character and transmit the, his feelings? in one shot or in one scene. So I, I have to be um, um, on a deeper work, but very brief in his things about what is the reason that he appear in the, in, in, in the court, in the, in the short film. So, uh, it's it's very incredible, I I think because uh, for moments uh, I'm gonna be uh, Alex and for moments I'm gonna be Claudio. So <laughs> it's it's a an, an a crazy idea <laughs> perform two characters. <laughs> I thought you you handled yourself well, very well. Um, uh, actors who play dual roles in the same film. Um, it, it's difficult because as an audience, you know, we can see you, right? We, we see you here and then we see you here. And, and if you can't uh, provide like uh, nuances to separate the characters, like, you know, this is the current boyfriend. He's empathetic. He's patient. Maybe the other uh, brother was aggressive, you know, irritable, um, little nuances like that. If you can't convey that, um, then all we see as an audience is the same guy twice, right? So it it breaks the immersion that there is, you know, uh, the girl is dating uh, or dated twin brothers. So I thought you handled this up very well. That's, uh, we don't see that often in short films. In fact, I think this might be the only one, uh, at least that we've accepted that was high quality where, you know, an actor was playing dual roles and pulled it off great. Uh, it is not an easy feat. Uh, it yes. requires it requires some nuance, it, some definite attention uh, to detail to make it believable. And I thought it was very well done, Vico. Congratulations, or Paolo, Thank sorry. You. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeff. Yeah, it's 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 a great challenge. I, I think to prove me like an actor, and 
because it, it's it's real um, separate the two personalities about these two characters because even uh, they are uh, twin brothers um, they, they have a different personalities uh, and, and they have a different experience and different uh, things and differences um, um, I don't know loves or, or or philosophies so that that's that I think that was the the great experience about this film um, um, that I, I I can prove to myself that I, I can do two uh, characters in the same film and and separate uh, one of other. Now my next question goes to Jonathan. How you doing, Jonathan? Pretty much good. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah. Uh, so I have two questions for you. Um, one, you are the editor for Destructo. Um, so the film, as much work as these actors and Joshua put into it, it all lands on your plate at the end, and it's up to you to go in and find the the best shots possible, um, splice it together, um, as well as making any changes as far as uh, uh, zooming in. Uh, panning out. Uh, I don't know if you also played uh, the role of the colorist um, yes, or the that's correct and the sound mixer. Um, so you can turn what was an excellent production into basically shit, <laughs> or it can become you know the you can raise it way above um, what anyone uh, hoped to achieve uh, during uh, principal photography. It all lands in your hands, and they say, okay, is with Jonathan the. Cross your fingers. <laughs> Jonathan, <we trust. laughs> let's, let's make sure it's good. Um, but talk about uh, your editing process as well as uh, your production company, because uh, for this film, it was part of a, a production company that you co-founded. Yeah, actually, we're uh, for the editing part. Definitely, I have been experienced thanks to Joshua and all other projects, but. I always believe that a uh, story actually is created three times as uh, it's known under the filmmaking scenarios of when you pitch the idea, when you write it, when you film it, and when you edit it. So That's it's going to be this, it's going to be this difficult way so you can also understand the idea for the director and placing it as you said embrace it all of the uh, great effort that everyone has been doing for a film for making on the set so particularly under this case uh, let's place you on a little bit of context for uh, Destructo it was part of a rally of 48 hours so that means that actually the rush of all of this project were made in 48 hours straight so these were a challenge, as uh, we told before, of working on everyone of the same location. And while they were shooting some of the shots that we were doing uh, for the montage of the film. So personally, I like to do first the montage as well as uh, all of the steps that it's most common things. But for the truly part, I believe that this story has, as usually explained before, need to be a little bit of complex and cryptic so you can understand it as they uh, making these travels, making this, uh, we love to use practical effects, but I believe that there is actually the combination of all of it. 
uh, talking on behalf of the ones that are not right now connected on this room, I mean, we have a specialized BFX uh, for makeup. Uh, it's his uh, name is Itza, and believe me, it's part of the most important uh, construct. Yeah, for uh, Nemesis. I mean, she it's an specialized making uh, a makeup artist, and without it, we can make all of the combination of BFX for the practical effects for the makeup, everything together to pull it up that that intention as well for the color itself. Uh, that's my, my most big fight with Joshua because we both have great ideas for the color and as well to merge it up together with it was the perfect right place so we can go ahead and making for the times of the film, making like a thriller uh, with this saturated reds, with this uh, all kind of gamma for uh, for the blood for making up for uh, like the depth of the color so we can go into the bathroom so you can notice some some of a lot of things so we can go ahead and and pull it through and by the company itself it's like we're a big fan of it. So, uh, we are actually known for a little bit of projects in years and I can tell you that this for Torres Valle Producciones was uh, everyone on their top of their game. I mean, we have experienced in this same rally before the uh, year that was on 20, 2020 with L Los Ojos de Eva, Eva's Eyes, the name of Eyes the of Eva. Show. Eyes of Eva. Eyes of Eva, Eva. Eva. sorry about that. So, uh, we this was the second time under this rally and making the top of the game so we can go ahead and make it all together as one uh, Joshua said this short film has a lot of easter eggs even easter eggs that uh, myself Not plays as an editor uh, even for the color even for the uh, little things that actually you need to to go frame by frame so you can catch it and when you notice know it, it's, it's all there all of the answer is there definitely so uh Joshua and I love the the mystery of it to making that a uh, part of Torres Valle Producciones itself and as you notice we uh, have a lot of mm, this type of well I don't want to say that much way to think about <laughs> stories but <laughs> we, we do Struggling it's honest that's honest. I love it. I haven't gone to therapy yet. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't need to. <laughs> well, I was I was saving it, but I wanted uh, as as a group. Um, I wanted uh, uh, each of you um, your reactions to Destructo's um, massive appeal uh, with yes. horror audiences, um, with uh, horror conventions uh, or festivals. Um, you guys have an Instagram page. Uh, where you uh, announce the different selections and the list just keeps going on and on and on and on and, uh, and, on. <laughs> and it, that's it's such a telling uh, story to what you guys produced. Um, what we'll start with you, Joshua. Uh, when you started seeing um, the acceptances come in, um, what what was your what was thought process like? Did, were you expecting this? Was it like surprising? Uh, what was your initial reaction when you started seeing these? Well. It's it's a fun question because I I should say uh, honestly that I always wanted to to be a filmmaker by all means so I, that for me that means uh, that I wanted to show uh, my work 
uh, to, to other people, not only my friends, not only my family, but also to, to, to show it, actually show it at different venues and different countries and in other languages. That's why I wanted to, to uh, submit it to, to many festivals as I can. So I, I always wanted to, to, to be, why not say it, recognized because of all of our efforts, because it's not only mine, it's our efforts and all of uh, our talents. So uh, I think the, the first time I, I noticed, uh, well, we came to, to notice that some people were also noticing us. That was very, uh, I, I cannot describe it because the, the first time that we received a selection, it, it was for, for an American uh, festival. Uh, we received an honorable mention and I was like freak out because it was the first time that we actually received something fairly, can I say? Uh, I, maybe this uh, is a tricky thing to say, but uh, in the past, I, I don't care because no, no people that, that we worked before. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to say that we work with people that make uh, some uh, unfair connections to, to make some uh, award-winning things, but not in a fair way. I, I quitted to all of that. And I wanted to make my my own uh, path to 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 a real uh, to 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 become real. And uh, I mean, to 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 be fair with my feelings, with my beliefs, and actually receive what what I really deserve. Not because of being with famous people, but uh, with being uh, with really uh, talented actors and uh, screenwriters. Uh, photographers, uh, makeup artists, and all of that, all the, all the family that we have uh, accomplished in these years, it's uh, something that I really, uh, I'm thankful about because I, I really enjoy do this, doing these things. And I do love to, to work with the people that also uh, put all of his effort and uh, his, her, his or her life uh, onto this. And I, I really enjoyed to, 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 to be in festivals, not because I wanted to be like famous or, or to, to be like, uh, look, mom, I have a, another uh, Laurel here, but because I wanted to say, hey, mom, that's why I didn't quit my dream. I, that's why I wanted to, to, to keep on, on filming things and to, to become Such an honest a, a filmmaker. It really does come across that you're putting your heart and soul in this and that all of you are working so hard together to, to bring this uh, project to fruition. It's an interesting piece and it's nice to see as, as we've all been going, you know, every time practical effects come up. Yes. Uh, I work myself. Thank you very much. And, you know, practical effects, people are really saying, let's move away from the whole CG thing. I say that just having worked on a movie with a lot of CG, but we like the practical effects, the old school feel for it and we're so happy to see people like you bringing that back so yes we, it really comes off that you're trying to uh really pursue a dream here and that's great to see someday i thank make you. it as well thank you we are the champions of practical effects uh you know here we we often have a very <clears throat> negative uh thought you know thinking process when it comes to cgi oh yeah oh we just uh, hate it, it 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> in some directors' hands and in some budgets, it can you know it can work and it does work, but often yes, often it's crap. Yes. Yeah. And it just takes away from the like Anthony talked about how music and editing can take away from a uh, uh, you know from a film a potentially good one. CGI does the same thing for me at least. Yeah. It can crap it out. Yeah. Uh, um, you know. Yeah, it could be one of the more difficult things to achieve in a film, especially if you're on a budget and you have uh, an idea in your head of uh, how you want a particular uh, creature uh, to appear or or move. When you're the Russo brothers and you have like $200 million (laughs) from Marvel and Disney to work with, it comes off great. Yeah. 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 When you have 10 grand, right? And you already spent nine of it. Right, and you, you you're right. opening your wallet. And you're, okay, I, I got sixty bucks. How much you got? Right, and we still have one more scene. Um, <laughs> that's that's when you start getting creative. But that's the uh, the, the joy of horror is sure. is sure. it's when you're you, you're forced to be creative when you you just look around. This is what we have, and this is what we need to make. I think that's when the best stuff comes out because you don't you don't know what's going to happen. You're just putting it all together. You're like you know what, we're just going to put it together. We're going to put our best effort. And we're gonna see how it turns out. And and agree with me, guys. Sometimes that's the, some of the best films is the the uh, unexpected creature effects or or the gore or whatever comes out. And it just happened because that's what they had available, right? That's what uh, they can scrounge up in the time that they had. And um, yeah, we're we're proponents of practical effects. So anytime uh, a crew can put the effort to uh, have it shown in camera is uh, definitely bravo. A Bravo. Yes. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you very much. Very Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I wanted features, go ahead. I was gonna say on creature features, whenever I see CG, you know, I'll sort of rate it a bit. And if I say that it looks like it belongs on the sci-fi channel, you know it's really bad. <laughs> my my best insult yet for that. <laughs> I I'd added it but belongs in the sci-fi channel and it may in fact it's be co-starring uh, maybe it may in fact belong in a movie starring Antonio Sabato Jr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, before we end it, uh, anyway. I want to go around the table and find out what everyone's sure. working on next. Um, we'll start with you, Catherine, because you are top left. We'll go uh, clockwise. <laughs> Not anymore. She's on. Oh, I'm sorry for me. Well, she's we'll in the center. Here. What are you? What are you looking at? <laughs> I got her. Right 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 you're looking at. It's all different now. <laughs> uh, actually, it's random for each one. Uh, yeah. of where our place. So the, uh, please cold, let yeah. us know. Sorry, Anthony. sorry, Pablo. You are now Catherine. I was hoping we were going to sing the Brady Bunch song with this. Brady Bunch, get out of here with that. Get happy. What are you working on next? Um, what are you working on next? Any future projects? Sorry. Uh, do you have any current or future projects? Yes, definitely. Def- uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, in this month, usually is the 48 Film uh, Festival again. So we we hope, looking forward to take uh, take it in again. Cool, right, Jonathan. Uh, anything new? Yeah. What's, um, what's Taurus Valley? What's Taurus Valley Productions yeah. uh, have coming up? Yeah. Actually, for the next part, we're going to be continue working on short films. We, as we said before, 
we're trying to improve more and more with this stuff and this family is growing up so much so definitely we'll be we're going to be projects the next year uh, I, there are some things that i would love to to say it but as you know there are this speculation of it so definitely we want to be completely a shout out when it's ready and well sure. uh, as well the you know the guy of the crazy ideas joshua definitely is gonna be uh, working on the like on a sunday 2 a.m working on shouting at my door like we need to do something we need to do this one <laughs> and definitely gonna be that way so uh, has he ever has he ever done that at two o'clock in the morning saying joshua joshua i've got something <laughs> let me say this one uh, a, little, a little bit of uh, context from this uh the different uh, age we have it's uh seven years wait so, i mean uh the difference uh -huh. from joshua to me i'm and seven years older than him Yes. Yeah, okay. uh, seven years old, and believe me, when I grew up on my infancy, that actually that it's part of it because I need to explain this. Growing up, having my infancy with this guy was difficult because, uh, as you may expect, he was under uh, uh, like a teenage. Now we're getting the lab at yeah. two a.m. sharing the room with him. It was definitely one of the things that uh, made me love horror so much. So because it was like two or three a.m. and we were listening to, uh, it literally got nightmares about it, and that <laughs> were part of it. So uh, I know that uh, definitely we, we the night is like a part of us that we're running off uh, so much. So working on it. And yeah, it's believed that it can be possible that Joshua goes out 3 a.m. On my, under my door, blasting out like, don't we need to do something? We need to do this script. Uh, can you watch it? And it's going to be part of the pitching idea team. So yeah, it can be done. So Joshua, your, your music listening at 2 a.m. in the morning was giving your younger brother night terrors. Uh, you know, okay. <laughs> you said you were listening like to Tool? When you That's yes, it. of course. <laughs> Yet when you listen to Tool to Mayhem at three AM is like <laughs> maybe That's some crazy. nightmares for, for the little wow. Johnny. But uh, that's how we, we get uh, inspired, at least like how I get inspired. Because I always wanted to make uh, a, uh, at least my stories inspired by the mood uh, of the music I was listening to at the moment. Or at least I I look for a music that is in the same mood for the things I want to 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 write. I I almost make a for every project a, a playlist. And that's yeah. when Happy Vico goes to to the scene when we like like <laughs> bro we need to do to, the, yeah. to do something like this and we turn definitely to evil. take him out of the box. And Vico says, "What are you crazy? I can do." Oh, yeah. this is Joshua. Okay, yeah, <laughs> the guy with the crazy stories. Sure. <laughs> oh, the Joshua. Yeah, I'm up to it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so, okay, let's let's go, go with Vico. Then, what do you got next? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm also working in a couple of new short films. Uh, actually, with um, with Pablo here, he asked me to write music for another. Uh, maybe he might talk about it more. Sure. And yeah, I'm writing songs. And if you look for me on uh, Spotify on Apple Music, you will find the happy music. If you look me Are up, we talking for Ron Williams? You know, let's go and get happy. Yeah, but uh, it's just like, I don't know, it's like reggae, soft, 
romantic right. ballads. But I don't know. I think I think Pharrell Williams has drawn more people to suicide than uh, uh, you know <laughs> just just by the repetition of his music. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm not the repetitive. Don't worry. Uh, I try to tell stories in my songs. I try to say something useful in my music. But yeah, if you look for me on uh, Apple Music on on Spotify, you will find my happy stories. And if you look me up oh, on SoundCloud, go. there you will find my uh, dark side. There you go. And I just found you on Spotify. You're not following. It, <laughs> Thank you so much. Pop, Twisted side pop. we we be created on. Even Christopher Young makes. Christopher Young is one of the most famous horror composers, pretty much of all time. And he's put out a couple of uh, happy uh, uh, scores. Anybody remember the Big Kahuna? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was Christopher Young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, know, I, know. I can't get that the music out of my head did sometimes did yeah. sinister right? yeah so so pablo what is this short what is this other work that vico is talking about uh it's a short film about um I, i'm i'm so uh spiritual i'm <clears throat> i'm uh, take away spiritual so in a meditation, I got an experience when I'm I'm uh, hear a voice that 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 told me um, that if I'm continuing the meditation, I I will die. And when I hear that, I I'm react and, and say, oh my God, what is that? And all my my uh, my body is tense and uh, it's all experience <laughs> so i'm write the history about uh, uh, a, a couple of uh, a boyfriends uh, a boyfriend and a girlfriend and the boyfriend died and the girlfriend uh, have to face up the experience of his of his, of the death of his boyfriend of her boyfriend sorry uh-huh grieving Oh, yes. So Biko, um, uh, I, I'm talking with Biko, and and I ask his if he can make the music to my short film, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's a really great music. Oh, so very, this, this, very this nice. is the project. Uh, and yeah. uh, this is Lolly. What uh, what do you have uh, next? What do you have uh, in the future coming up? More dancing? More dancing? Uh, more dan mm, I have a couple of projects for next year. And uh -huh. I don't know, but I think that there are a, a pending short film with Joshua. Or not Joshua. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes or not. <laughs> with yes, Joshua. And, at least two of uh, them. At least two. Uh, oh, very good. I don't know. Yeah, who, uh, who's this Joshua? I Who's this Joshua character that, that that you're referring to? Oh, it's you. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> we it was me. Take... All, all oh, okay. All right. <laughs> crazy Joshua. Ah ha. Your reputation I really precedes that. you. I really love that. Yes. And um, for now, uh, that's it. And I hope to see you again, but in USA. Yeah. <laughs> 
There you go. Very nice. We festival. look forward to having you. Know. Yes. <laughs> We're looking forward to go to the festival, actually. All of us. Yeah, yeah. That thank would you. be awesome. Or you we can all come, did this live in person. You can come to Mexico <laughs> yeah. for... Yes. Oh, that would be we, awesome, too. We can make a movie about the three bald caballeros yeah. who fight we the can. three bald That's guys. It. <laughs> we can build we can build something together in Vico's house with there you go. Mezcal. Ah. Hey now my house Vico. again. Really? Uh, <laughs> this right house yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, house. Make sure that uh, liquor cabinet. <laughs> well Joshua will write it and this time Pablo is gonna play triplets. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah. identical. Be interesting, yeah. <laughs> oh the my father, god. It's gonna be like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> By the end, you have like eight roles. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, but yeah, yeah, I really hope to see you again. <laughs> absolutely, we enjoyed uh, having we you just... guys here. Uh, this absolutely. was an absolute pleasure, and thank you very much for uh, yes, thank your, you. your skills and your talents to this film. Um, it's having a long <laughs> festival run, and I'm sure that's just going to energize <laughs> you guys to do uh, more films. And we are more than excited to uh, screen this. In uh, Red Bluff at Prime Cinema, and so uh, we'll be more than happy to have you as our guests uh, at uh, at the festival IHOP. and put at at the what? At the IHOP. That's what we at the to. IHOP, uh, which would be <laughs> after party uh, at the IHOP. After party at the IHOP. There we and go. We'd Absolutely. Have a, we'd have a live <laughs> table with you know, bring the tequila. That's it. Yeah. Just bring it all in and then yeah. questions. I'm telling you, the questions will get real interesting by the end of the night. Well, that's our and show I, for everyone. Um, thank you again. Thank so for myself, you so much. Alameda, thank you much. Kevin Nicholson. Casting crew of Destructo, you're going to want to watch their film. Uh, Fabulous short. Fabulous work. Red Bluff, California. You're going to have to be there. This is a film festival. So if you want to see their film, you have to go to the film festival. Going back to the way it was, you go into the theater, you sit with an audience of other horror enthusiasts, and you watch their movie. So I, we just get you in the room and we lock the door. That's yeah, all. Then we know. lock the door. <laughs> then we lock the door. That's it. That's all it is. Then is when Nemesis is gonna be going out to play. <laughs> <laughs> and all the practical like, things you can get. I got my claws right. <laughs> so Al, you want to take us out? Always remember, watch horror films. Keep America strong. That's our time. Enjoy horror, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Bye -bye. Oh, you guys are true. Happy having you. Uh-huh.